God, we thank you for again the the privilege, Lord, to study your word. We ask, O oh Lord, thy spirit to be our guide, to help us that the eyes of our, our understanding may be enlightened, and that, Lord, we may not be listeners only, but doers of thy word, by the strength only you can provide. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 12, verse... 44 last time we left 43 uh sorry 42 now we're gonna start from 43 to 45 yeah what says when an evil spirit leaves a person it goes into the desert seeking rest but finding none then it says i will return to the person that came from so it returns and finds its former home empty swept and in order then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself and they all enter the person and live there and so that person is worse off than before that will be the experience of the evil of this evil generation wow this is the word of the lord thanks be to god <clears throat> well at first glance <clears throat> at this, one would think that um, this particular uh, verses which we have read is almost alien from what we have been studying because we studied that these uh, Pharisees and Sadducees uh, came together and asked Jesus to show them a sign from heaven. And Jesus Christ told them that he was not going to show them a sign, but that which could be likened unto the experience of Jonah, mm. who preached to Nineveh, and they even repented. And the greater than Jonah is here. Mm -hmm. And then Christ also mentioned um, the fact that the Queen of Sheba would travel all the way to see Solomon for his great wisdom. Mm. And we read that. And Christ also said that a greater than Solomon is here, both in a sense um, uh, teaching us that Christ is both the greatest evangelist to preach the gospel mm -hmm. and also the wisest to actually come into this world. Because Jonah was a kind of evangelist mm -hmm. because he went, he went on an evangelistic mission to the nation of Nineveh and warned them of their evil and their idolatry, and they repented at his preaching. And Christ has come to, an, to a likewise evil generation, to his own people, that the people of Nineveh were, were um, pagans, and yet they listened. So when it gets to this point where Christ says, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, uh -huh. you would think that Christ was actually making a connection in the fact that he had just healed um, a person mm -hmm. for which they attributed that to um, the prince of demons, right? Mm -hmm. Because then you would think that this is what the, uh, he's referring to immediately, but mm -hmm. no. 
Christ may have that in mind, but I do not think that he was immediately referring to the fact that he cast, uh, he had he had just casted out a demon. Uh-huh. But rather, when you look at the text again very well, Christ ended in that context by saying, so shall it also be with this wicked generation, which means it is not necessarily connected uh-huh. to the demon-possessed man um, whose demon Christ um, removed, uh-huh. right? Because he said, so shall it also be with this generation. So uh-huh. why is Christ immediately saying when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, what has it got to do with the situation here where the scribes came and asking him to show them a sign from heaven and where also him stating that a sign of Jonah will be given to them as he was three three days and three nights in the uh, in the belly of the beast. So that will be the sign that will be given to them that spoke of his resurrection. So how does that connect with when an on clean spirit goes out of a man uh-huh. where's the connection there because it's hard to connect it then it is almost logical to connect it to the demon possessed man but why would he jump all of that and come straight to when an unclean spirit uh, goes out of a person because he's dealing with the situation uh-huh. right he's dealing with an immediate situation of this of the pharisees and the scribes and the sadducees whatsoever uh-huh. who who disbelieve him uh-huh. and who uh, <clears throat> accusing him of something that is not true of him. Uh-huh. And then he calls them an adulterous generation. Uh-huh. And then he says that when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when uh-huh. he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than that first Uh so shall it be with this wicked generation now what i think christ is saying in context here will this will then um invite us to go back to some verses earlier let's listen to what christ says here when the scribes and the pharisees said we want to see a sign from you Uh this also could be found in luke chapter 11 We want to see a sign from you. Uh We are going to make a connection here. Jesus said to them, an evil and an adulterous generation seeks after a sign. Uh An adulterous generation. Uh So when we go back, he says, so shall it be with this wicked generation. Now, do we see the connection, what Uh he's making, what he's doing here? Because if you put that in a sandwich, then you get this. Uh Because he calls them in verse 39, that is Matthew 12, 39. Uh He says, an evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. Uh And then in verse 45, he says, so shall it also be with this wicked generation. So then he's referring to the generation, Uh not necessarily the demon-possessed man. Uh He's referring to a whole generation. So then how do we connect when an unclean spirit goes out of a man. Uh-huh. Okay. So it brings us to this conclusion then. What Christ is trying to say. Is that. Um, in verse 29. When we go other verses before, um, before verse 39. Uh-huh. This is what we find. He says. How can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods? Uh-huh. Now, let's make a connection here again. 
when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, how can one enter a strong man's house? When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, mm-hmm. you see, there's, there's a connection Christ is making here. And I would like, I'll be at pains to explain this. Because what Christ is trying to do here is to show that in the unclean person, which could be considered a house. Mm-hmm. But in that in that place where in, in verse uh, 29 of Matthew chapter 12, Christ said that a stronger than that man's house, which he, uh, than the strong man comes to plunder his goods. So then his goods are the people in this world. That's his goods because Satan is the God of this age. Mm-hmm. And Christ comes and he plunders his house. Mm-hmm. So this is almost like a figure of speech, mm-hmm. a metaphor of a sort mm-hmm. or an analogy, if you will. So he's saying that, this is the devil's house and I'm stronger than him and I come to plunder his goods. Mm-hmm. Now, the people that Christ is talking about, which belong to Satan, are the Pharisees. All of us, in a sense, before we come to salvation, we are Satan's goods. Yeah. Right? We are Satan's goods. Mm-hmm. So when Christ comes to plunder his goods, he comes to shake his kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's what he comes to do. Mm-hmm. So when Christ is, what Christ means here is when he says, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, this is what Christ means. He means that when a person does not know Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. when a person does not know him Christ, that person is inhabited by a demon. Now, this will be very hard to um, understand because of the connection he's making here. But the Pharisees, in a sense, are evil people. That's why he said that, so shall it be with this wicked generation. Because when when a person doesn't have Christ, they are not indwelt by the Holy Spirit. That's what this means here. If we read, for instance, if we read John chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus said, Jesus was answering to Judas, but not Iscariot. Eh? It's the other Judas. There are two Judases. Judas and Judas, Judas Iscariot. Mm. The other Judas said something in Matthew chapter 14, verse 23. And Jesus in answering him said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my, my word. Mm. And my father will love him. And he will come to him. And, and we will come to him and make our home mm. with him or mm. in him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when Jesus said, When an unclean spirit goes out of a man... What he's trying to say there is that Mm -hmm. when a person does not have him, they don't have the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so when a a demon, but by this, it does not necessarily mean the demon possession of a person convulsing and doing all kinds of things like that, as we know. This means being influenced by Satan. Because when you don't know Mm -hmm. uh, God, your will is Satan's. Mm-hmm. Your will is captive mm-hmm. to the will of Satan. So mm-hmm. you do his works. Mm-hmm. And so what Jesus Christ is saying here is that people who do not know him, the generation that rejects him, actually have a different spirit in them. The spirit of lust and the spirit of pride and the evil spirit that leads us to live a sinful lifestyle is that it's because we don't have the indwelling of the spirit of God. So he says here that 
when 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 a when a demon when a, when an unclean spirit so you see that this is not demon possession it's unclean spirit mm. spirits that influence our actions mm. when those spirits leave us they go right and because of course there are different kinds of demons and different kinds of spirits mm -hmm. this is an unclean spirit mm -hmm. the unclean spirit goes about just roaming aimlessly like the devil himself mm -hmm. who is their master and they would they always look for a host right a human being to host a spirit to host so that they can use because there are you know all these spirits they have their roles that they play mm -hmm. like 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 witchcraft and and then we have like the bigger ones we have uh, degrees in um um in the demon world mm -hmm. or in the satanic world or in in the kingdom of satan there are degrees of spirits these are spirits that influences our behavior our character mm -hmm. and how we live like um our character that is supposed to the will of God. Right. Okay, so Christ is saying here that these, these unclean spirits, they go about mm -hmm. and they look for a place to host. Now, when they cannot find a place to host, what do they do? They return to the house, to my house. Then he says, I will return to my house. That's the unclean spirit mm -hmm. where they used to be before. Mm -hmm. From which I came. Mm -hmm. Now, and when he comes and he finds it, what? Empty. What does he find empty? When the person have not yet found Christ. Mm -hmm. When still they are living in the world. Look, all of us can relate to this. Have we noticed that when we were in the world and we used to sin and we feel remorse? Mm -hmm. for, for a time, for a time, we can feel as almost um, disconnected from that evil character. Mm -hmm. Almost because we feel remorse. We regret mm -hmm. what we, do, we did. Now, uh, like a practical example is when we fornicate. Mm -hmm. Now, immediately we fornicate, even when we don't know Christ, we do feel some some kind of guilt mm -hmm. some kind of guilt especially when we know that fornication is wrong right mm -hmm. now for a moment what happens to us for maybe a week you may not want to fornicate mm -hmm. or three days or four days you may not want to that's what i'm not saying that everybody felt that way we are all mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. some people actually accept that fornication is natural is normal and they do it mm -hmm. against their conscience mm -hmm. right but i'm talking about any form of sin or any form of evil we may find ourselves in where we feel guilty Mm -hmm. for 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 a season the mm -hmm. the um the evil spirit could depart mm -hmm. or the unclean spirit could depart mm -hmm. but when it departs it's looking for a host mm -hmm. it says it goes to dry places if it cannot find a host the demon knows you it's a familiar spirit mm -hmm. it comes back to you now when it comes and you are not saved yet christ says this is what happens and when he comes and he finds it empty swept and put in order that is, you were trying to put your, your life in order in that week. Mm. Oh, I'll, not, I'll no longer go back to that sin. Mm. Now, can we all not agree that whenever we are again filled by that spirit of fornication or that spirit that made us sin, mm -hmm. do you know, you see how hard we do it? We go back and do it even worse than our first state. Mm -hmm. If we ever thought that we came to Christ, we backslid. And mm -hmm. when we backslid, our first state... Our second state is worse than our first state. Mm -hmm. So he, they come there, right? And they see that, oh, this person is not even saved. They still don't have it. They still don't have anything inside them. They are still empty. Maybe we are, we are, we, it doesn't matter how a person's, uh, how moral a person is. It's still not the Holy Spirit inhabiting mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So they come and they come inside you again. And then you go back, you, you relapse back into your life, mm -hmm. your old lifestyle again. Or for for uh, for how long a season you remained without that sin, you go back to it again. That's how we continue. We continue to relapse. Now, 
when he comes and finds it empty, no Christ, no Holy Spirit. Now he goes back and takes seven other spirits more wicked than himself. Because this time they want to host you mm. in such a way that you they, they will hold you bound to that sin. And the last state, and they will enter and dwell there in you. In you. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with this wicked generation. So what Christ is saying here is that in a general sense, right, everyone that does not have Christ, like the Pharisees, they have unclean spirits in them. Now, if God, if by God's grace, that person is saved, right, what do they have in dwelling them? The Holy Spirit. When the unclean spirit comes back, they cannot host the person. They, they don't find the person as a place to host because the Holy Spirit lives there. And two, two spirits, God's spirit cannot be in you and an unclean spirit or a devil or a fallen angel to also come and inhabit the same place. That is why believers cannot be demon-possessed. That's why believers cannot have unclean spirits in them. They can be influenced by them, but they cannot inhabit them. That, that's two different things. Mm -hmm. A Christian can fall back into sin. It does not mean that um, the Spirit has come to live in you. What it means is that the Holy Spirit may have, for a season, abandoned you to yourself. It doesn't mean he's gone, he's abandoned you for a, for a season so that you'll be punished. Sometimes he uses, when we grieve the Holy Spirit of God, he can use it as chastisement when he allows you to fall into certain sins, even to get you back to your senses. To let you know that you have grieved him, he leaves you to Satan. In fact, there is a, there is a part where Paul says he left a person for Satan to buffet that person. Leave the person to Satan. Maybe for a season he will learn his lesson. If not, Satan will take him if he doesn't have salvation. So what this means here is that first of all, the immediate explanation to this is to do with the Pharisees. That with the Pharisees and the generation that rejects him, especially the generation of the Jews at that time, which, which rightly, which no, which um, directly rejected Christ. And mm -hmm. he says that so shall it also be with this wicked generation. This wicked generation is going to get worse. That's what Christ is saying. Mm -hmm. He says that Christ is saying that because this, this wicked generation is rejecting me because it, an, it is an adulterous generation, mm -hmm. the spirit in them is not right. Mm -hmm. Now, what is going to happen is that Whenever a spirit, an unclean spirit would leave them, it will come back. And if it comes back and they have not found me, they are, <clears throat> their condition, their spiritual condition is going to get worse. Uh -huh. Do you see where this is going though? Uh -huh. Yeah, because Christ is saying that this generation will turn out worse. Uh -huh. That is why Paul said, in the last days, things are going to get worse, as he said to Timothy. Uh -huh. People are going to be haters of God. Mm -hmm. They are going to be haters of one another. Mm -hmm. Their love will run, will run cold. Mm -hmm. they would, they, their situation will become worse. They will be on a moral precipice, on a downward spiral of evil. So as the, as the ages turn, evil is going to increase. Wickedness mm -hmm. would increase. That mm -hmm. is what Christ is talking about here. That's why he said, so shall it also be with this wicked generation. And then we can now bring it to the second explanation of, he may have been talking about the demon-possessed man. Seeing that when a person 
is exorcised and a demon has left them, they should not go back to sinning mm -hmm. because it's dangerous for them. Now, if Christ removes a demon away, right? He, he, he exorcises you and a demon leaves. Sometimes when he had done that, what did he do? Go and sin no more. Why do you think he says that? Because every time we sin, we invite evil spirits. We invite mm -hmm. unclean spirits. Mm -hmm. Whenever a Christian falls into sin, what you're doing is you are creating a passageway for the devil. You're opening doors to demon possession. Mm -hmm. Not to demon possession because they cannot possess you, but to demon influence, mm -hmm. demonic influences. And that is why sometimes we Christians can act so evil that someone will say, I thought he was a Christian. Mm -hmm. Because we allow ourselves to fall into sin. And when we do that, we give way to unclean spirits. And for a time, they can influence our character. But when we repent, that is our way. That That is the grace we have. When we repent, God forgives us. And when God forgives us, he gives us an opportunity again to pursue holiness, right? Mm -hmm. So when Christ removes a, a, a devil out of someone, he says, go and do not sin again. Because if you go back to sin, it could, because it could be that the reason he removed that demon is because of your sin. Mm -hmm. That made the demon possession happen in the first place. So don't go back and sin. Because if you go back and sin, something worse could happen. And here, he's talking about the fact that these Pharisees and the generation with them are evil. Are an evil generation. And because they are an evil generation, they are going to wax worse. Their evil is going to wax and they are going to get worse. And he says, so shall it be. So shall it be with this wicked generation in that when, the, when an unclean spirit comes back, and the person has not found salvation, mm -hmm. the unclean spirit goes back and looks for seven other demons or unclean spirits. And they come back. And when they find a place empty and swept, empty because that person is still walking around empty. Mm -hmm. They don't have Christ in them. Because if they come and it had been occupied with salvation, it had been occupied with the feeling of the Holy Spirit, do you think they could inhabit the place? No. Because that's why when they come to find it empty, it means the Holy Spirit is not there. Mm -hmm. And if the Holy Spirit is not there, then they go back and they call other seven wicked, unclean spirits. Mm -hmm. They come and they inhabit you. And when they inhabit you, your first state will be worse. The second. Sorry, sorry. Your second state will be worse than the first because they still came to find you empty. And so Christ is telling them that you, this, you, this generation, you're so wicked. You have an unclean spirit in you. But wait, if the unclean spirit lives and you better not repent of your sins and the unclean spirit comes back, your first state as you are now will be worse than when the unclean spirit comes back. And then he says, so shall it be with this generation. Now let's bring it more practical. Let's bring it more home practically. My final words. In every epoch and in every generation where God has been rejected and Christ has been rejected, what have we seen? We okay. have seen, so shall it be with this wicked generation, as in, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. You see where we are, we are headed as a, as a, uh, as a society? We have... All sorts of wickedness being legalized from smoking weed 
to child abortion, to homosexual agenda, right? Now it is piling up. Also, now I cannot even name all of them, but these are the ones we know and are familiar with and are well acquainted with in society. Evil is building up. And that is why Christ says, so shall it be with this wicked generation. A generation that rejects me is going to turn out more wicked and will wax worse. Mm -hmm. The love of many will wax cold. Right? And that is what is happening. The prophecy that is given throughout scripture, the generation after generation. Why do you think that for thousands of years since Sodom and Gomorrah happened, why do you think the world has gotten worse? Did Christ not say that um, even Sodom and Gomorrah will stand in the judgment better than Tyre and Sidon? Why do you think that is the case? It is because the generation have been worse. This generation is worse. Isn't, isn't this generation worse than Sodom and Gomorrah? Mm -hmm. Sodom and Gomorrah, were they, doing, um, um, were they doing transgender stuff? Today, women are able to... Men... Sorry, women are able to take testosterones to, for, to change, to, 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 to tamper with their hormones, mm -hmm. to change to become like men. And all sorts of things. Today, we have LGBTQ+. Mm -hmm. And we have states um, no, states legalizing abortion even on billboards saying come to the state of California and when you come to the state of California it will help you to abort your children they are calling evil good and good evil mm -hmm. they are actually throwing a fist at God this generation and so we have to know that when Christ was talking about these things he was literally talking about that generation the Pharisees who were present, the generation after them who were in cahoots with them, and now to all generations that will come after them. Mm -hmm. When Christ says this generation, he, means, he meant all generations after this. Mm -hmm. That particular one and all generations after that, that will reject him. The only hope of salvation, that generation is going to turn out more wicked than it has ever been. Mm -hmm. And the more that the ages go and come, generations go and come, until Christ returns, it is going to get worse. And that is what Paul was at pains to show Timothy when he said, mm -hmm. in the last days, many people's love will wax cold and evil would increase. And that is what we see today. And that is what Christ talked about mm -hmm. in this particular parable, in this particular truth which he gave to the people who heard him. Amen. Mm -hmm. <sighs>